Well, welcome to episode 29 of 2-3 Talks. It is Brian with 2-3 Brews here. And we, you look, we're going big beverage. We're going big beer. We're going big beer buyout, whatever you want to call out, sellout beer. And look, we discussed that in the episode. We get to 2-3's take on the big beer. But it's a good, well... I don't know if I would go as far as saying it's a great beer or anything, but it's a beer that's been around for a while. It's a brewery that's been around for a while. And we dive into it. We take a little hot take, I guess, maybe by the two, three, if you want to call it that. But it is what it is. What I do know is we got some good stuff ahead for you. So enjoy. Let your ears relax. Kick your feet up. Close your eyes and just dream about consuming delicious liquid. Cheers. Elysian Brewing Company. Elysian Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington. Is that right? I'm pretty, pretty sure. Yes, Seattle, Washington is the brewery today we're talking about. We're talking about their creation, Space Dust IPA. Simple little single, but clocking in at 8.2% ABV. Don't have the IBUs here. And they use a lovely little hop pairing of Chinook to bitter. And then they do the little dry hopping of Citra and Amarillo. Never a bad time. Never a bad time. Untapped has this sucker at 62 IBUs. So forgive me. 62 IBUs. And when we dive into the ratings here on Untapped, there's 279,000 ratings for a score of 3.88. And rightfully so. The beer's been around for a while. The brewery itself has been around a while. And um, we're going to do a little brief overview of what we know about the brewery. So what do we know about Elysian Brewing Company? We know it's in Seattle, Washington. We know that. It's been around quite a long time. I believe it was 96 or 95 when I was looking it up. When they, you know, I don't know if they either started brewing beer at the time together or they opened their first location. I I believe they opened at like an arcade, if I remember correctly, or they were brewing out of an arcade. Regardless of the fact, as time's gone on, they have brewed more beer. They've they've opened new locations. In 2003, they opened up a little pub bistro. And then their biggest location, which it pains me to say this because I just can't stand me, the stinking Seahawks. I'm sorry, as a 49er fan, I think everyone knows where I'm coming from, but I just can't get into it. Um, but they opened up a, a, a location near Century, I think it's Century Link Field that's up there. Um, and then they expanded, don't know the year, but they eventually expanded. And uh, the, the the dreadful day that, that every craft beer fan, every, you know, in-depth snob knows uh, in early 2015, I think it was January. Uh, I wrote it down here. January 23rd. Hey, 2-3, look out. January 23rd. Uh, Elysian sold to Anheuser-Busch, AB InBev, I believe, actually, to be exact. And that kind of brings us to this topic of 2-3, craft beer guy, local supporter, small independent craft beer supporter. Why are you talking about a big dog here? Why are you diving into the sellout is what people will say at times. And look, I don't like 
what AB and Bev does at times. I don't like what Miller Coors will do at times. I don't like the way that they do those things, but I have no control over that. The only thing I control is supporting them and not supporting them. And look, I will say this. I spend easily 95, at least 95% of my dollars on beer purchases, small local independent craft or, um, you know, true independent craft, wherever that may be. Of the five or less percent that I spend, it at times goes into maybe a bigger brewery, maybe a brewery that, uh, you know, sold some of its steak, sold all of its steak, whatever it is. I don't necessarily want to say that I'm supporting them, but look, it is what it is. Sometimes there's just some beers you have to consume and I'm, and I'm not condoning it, but look, at the end of the day, I think the most important thing that we got to remember, it's beer. We're talking about beer today. You know, it's kind of like what Alan Iverson said. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about beer. So look, I don't know what went into the founder's decision. You know, I don't know what their bills looked like. I don't know what their retirement plan looked like. I don't know what their family life looked like. You know, I got to imagine making a, a big brewery. There's a lot that goes into it. Maybe you just don't want to be there every day anymore. I, I don't know. But what I do know is this is a beer that's widely distributed, and this is a beer that some people suggested that I talk about. So I'm gonna talk about it. And again, I wanna be very clear, I don't, not a huge fan of the selling out, it is what it is, but I don't know, you know, I can only make my own choices based on what I know, and people gotta do what they gotta do. So I ain't gonna hold it against them. But at the end of the day, I know that I spend almost all of my beer dollars on small local independent craft, true independent craft, and that's all that matters to me. So without further ado, let's talk about this beer. Let's stop, stop beating around the bush. So look, if you've been into beer, craft beer for, gosh, any time, or you've even maybe gone out to the bar, you've probably seen Space Dust. It's probably a beer you've maybe even tried. And, and look, probably ahead of its time. It, it was, it, it, it's always been a good beer. And, you know, today it probably doesn't stand, you know, with, with all the other uh, uh, American IPAs or the haze that's being created today. But look, this is a true, I would say, I don't know that it's classified as an unfiltered brew, but it's unfiltered in my eyes. I mean, it's not see-through. It's not haze by any fashion. But it's, you know, it's got that, that I guess you call it copperous, golden look. Um, you know, it has a nice, bright glow to it almost if you hold it up to the light and there's a very very respectable like white yellow like a dirty white yellowish head and it doesn't quit it stays it haze it, it, it doesn't go anywhere and it you know what it makes me think of like when you see the beer pictures sometimes that they pop up on you know your beer ads or anything it's the head you'd expect in one of those pictures the beer. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about this sucker. It's easy to consume at 8.2% ABV. I don't think you'd pick that up. I don't think you would know that unless they wrote it on the side of the bottle. Guess what? Kind of a lot. You have to do that. That's the only reason we know that. It's everything you're expecting from the hops. It's bitter. It's got that citrusy grapefruit. I pick up a little bit of pine in there. It's not flowing. It's not like it's this big overpowering taste, but cold, fresh out of the glass, uh, or the bottle in this case, into the glass, it really resembles everything. It's that bitter grapefruit, 
with a touch of pine, a touch, a touch, a touch, a touch of pine. Not a lot there. It's almost like you really got to look for it. And look, it's not, I don't want to say it's easy to consume. It's not a hard, hard beer to consume, but I'll tell you this. To me, you really get a lot of that linger. And when I say that linger, it's that really bitter grapefruit. Like if you were biting into a grapefruit, and look, I'm not a huge fan of grapefruits as it is, but I love the taste that it resembles in beer. And the grapefruit I get from this beer is almost a little much at times. Not always, but at times a little much. And that piney spicy almost lingers on the back end and clings. I mean, it's all up in the back of my throat and esophagus right now. It, it's not, it has not let go. It's not going to let go. It's straight Celine Dion back there. Is it Celine Dion? I don't even know what song I'm referencing. So scratch that. It makes no sense at this moment. But it's there and it doesn't quit. And when I say it doesn't quit, I usually mean that in a good way. This one's neither here nor there. It, 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 to me, this is one beer you'd have to be in the mood for because it is that big, bold, bitter beer. That's what it is. I mean, and when it was created, to be fair, I mean, that's what American IPAs were in my mind. I think, you know, years ago, big, bold, strong beers. It wasn't necessarily so much about how easy they were to consume. And look, I could be wrong, but that's just my take on it. And now it's more about the consumability, the crushability. How quickly can you put this thing down and have another almost, I feel like. But look, for the beer, to say that it's a bad beer would be a stretch. Because I don't want to qualify it as that. It's not a bad beer. In no way. Is it a 3.88 like Untapped says? I, I, I don't know. I think, we're, I think we're really pushing the envelope there. But I'll tell you what widely distributed because again the fact that it is owned by one of the big dogs you can get it on tap almost anywhere depending on where you're at what's available i don't know that it's the best beer on tap if if that's where we're going i mean now look if you're gonna have your coors your bud your miller you got space dust and maybe a couple randoms outside of that you never had it i think it's worth a try you're at the store and you're coming down the beer aisle, you see the Sixer. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's worth the, I don't know, I think it's like 13 or 14 bucks depending on where you're at locally. Might be cheaper uh, up north in the Seattle area. But look, I don't know if it's something you put in your, I don't know if it's something you put in your basket. I don't know if it's something you take home. I'll tell you this, it's not like you're going to put the six, six pack away over the weekend. There's no shot. Unless you really are all about big, bold, bitter, heavy brews. I just don't see you slamming a bunch of these back. And I'm not saying it's bad. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. And I'm telling you, the nose is really like almost, it's like it tries to be that sweet, the sweetness of the grapefruit, that kind of, that kind of you get. Maybe that's actually probably the malt that I'm getting. I'm getting a lot of the malt on the nose with that bitter grapefruit and pine and then when you consume it, that all plays over, but I almost get none of the malt. There's just a, t a tiny bit of it there. And it's just grapefruit city, pine city, bitterness. And a little bit of spice in there. And it hangs, it hangs on. Look, it's like that time you're having a conversation with 
the neighbor you don't like or someone at school you don't like or at work, the guy who just kind of creeps you out and you don't know how to end the song or the song, geez, you don't know how to end the conversation. You don't know how to get away from the water cooler. You know, you don't know how to tell your neighbor, hey, I got to go inside. It's time to cook dinner. That's what it is. It just doesn't go away. And it's not terrible, but I want to I want to be honest that it lingers. It's there. It's noticeable. It's still there. It's planted on the two, three palette right now. So with all of that, with the entire background, and look, I'm not going to score it less because the fact that it's AB and Bev owned, it's beer, regardless of who owns it. Look, again, I'll be very clear. I'm not supporting what they do. I'm not condoning what they do. I'm not a huge fan of the seller, but look, I don't know their business and I don't want to know it. It's all on them. It is what it is. It's beer. So one last time, we'll score this puppy and I'm going to go park my booty on that couch and watch a little Netflix flick. I'm going to Netflix and chill with the wife. So we are talking about Space Dust IPA from Elysian Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington. It is an American IPA that clocks in at 8.2% ABV, 62 IBUs, 279,000 ratings. 3.88 on the untapped. The 2-3 has to do the sip. A little sippy sip here, and we'll score it, and we'll call it a night. Again, not a bad beer, but it really drives home bold, bitter aggressiveness. 100%. A little thicker mouthfeel. I didn't talk about that, but it does have a little thicker mouthfeel. And it feels heavy almost when you consume it. Almost like it's, it's a pile driver to your flavor processor. So 3.8 on the untapped. 3. Four one for the two three, three point four one, not a bad beer by no means, consumable, drinkable. Beer you should really make an effort to go get. I don't know. I think that's on you. Three point four one, very respectable. Nah, maybe not respectable, but a fair score, honest score. You know, it's what it is. So that's Elysian Brewing Company Space Dust IPA. Three point eight eight on the untapped. Three point. Four, one, four, the two, three. Cheers.